This is episode 294 of Bella in Your Business. You love to take care of the pets, but not the busy work that comes with running a pet care business. Meet Ginger, the best in show dog daycare, boarding, and grooming software. Ginger is packed with time-saving features that make running your pet care business easier. And your customers will love booking appointments from the Pet Parent mobile app. More tail wags, less busy work. Say hello to the simplicity with Ginger. Visit gingerapp.com forward slash Bella to claim your free one-month subscription. That's G-I-N-G-R-A-P-P dot com forward slash Bella to claim that one-month free subscription. Hi there, I'm Bella Vaster from Jump Consulting. You might know me from CBS, NBC, Fox, Huffington Post, Entrepreneur, or maybe you've seen me speak on stage or read my book, The Four Dogs That Every Business Owner Needs. In any case, get ready because you're about to get your hashtag Bella butt kicking in this next episode of Bella in Your Business. So what do you say? Let's get ready and jump. Welcome back to another episode of Bella in Your Business. My name is Bella Vasta. I am your host, your coach, your cheerleader, and your butt kicker. (laughs) I want to say a big welcome to June. Welcome to this summer. Summer is starting. Depending on where you're at, you're either gearing up for school to end or school has ended if you have school-aged children. If you don't, well, you don't. (laughs) But nonetheless, the summer is coming. And guys, I continue to predict what's happening. And I'm not saying this to pat myself on the back, but I'm saying this to make you like really think about it. Because this past week, I've had two people come to me saying the exact same thing. Oh my God, Bella, people are canceling their walks. Walks are going down right now. My dog walking, I'm freaking out. I don't have enough for my staff. Or, oh my God, I need to get my walks up. Well, guys, back on episode 270 two and three. I was telling you this was going to happen. I was telling you this was going to happen back in February. And if you're a dog walking company, you're going to start to see that happen. There's a couple of reasons for that. Uh, People are usually either traveling more, so they cut the dog walker or the kids are home. So the kids are doing it. Or if you have like school age teachers or just people that stay home during the summer, it's going to happen for that too. It will pick back up but it is your job to stay connected with them. It's also your job to have started the whole sales process and things a couple of months ago and doing those things I mentioned on episode 272 and 273, talking about getting the people to have their dogs really like, you know, or your sitters write those awesome messages that are like, hey, Fluffy was really mad at me that I wasn't here yesterday. And I had to explain to him that mom didn't have me booked and we should start getting you booked more often, you know? And then there's also things that we talk about a lot in my intensives. If you are a dog walking company and you're turning down vacation clients, because admittedly, you don't want to do AM and PM and the weekends. But when you get calls for vacation clients, it's actually a really big opportunity for you that you might be losing money on the table. So I just really want to keep encouraging you to think creatively, think big mindset, and every decision you make needs to coincide with your 90-day goals. Now, why 90 days? That's the very first thing that we do with our mastermind members, because in order to have 90-day goals, what happens is your brain can actually understand it right? So like, let's say we started it now. 
it's June, so July, August, September, you can kind of understand what you would be doing in September, but you have no idea what you're going to be doing in June of 2023 or 24 or 25 or 26 or 27. I mean, come on. And that's why we do 90 day goals in the mastermind, which by the way, drum roll, please. We just welcomed a whole bunch of people into the mastermind. They either decided to make the year commitment, which I strongly recommend because it means you're in it for the long haul. It means that you're investing in you and your self-development and future, your business future for an entire year. It's just making that commitment, you know, rather than one foot in, one foot out. So these people either just joined us or went from monthly to annual. And we started with Christopher Cooper from Glad Wags, Morag Wilcox up in Canada, York Professional Pet Sitting. She rejoined us after stepping out for a little bit. Linda Gregerson from Doggy's Big Day, Connie, Alicia Bove. I love Connie. You guys have probably heard me talk about Connie back in the 270-ish episodes where she was literally sending people video messages and landing jobs just because she was using those sales tactics that we talked about on the podcast. She definitely has a jumper mentality. Love her. Cecilia Tyson from Paws Oasis. Gwen Faircloth from A Dog's Dish. Renee Mena from Almost Home Pet Resort. And Catherine Perez from Golden Tales Dog Walking in Miami and Colorado. So we're super excited to welcome all of them there. You guys can still get in on it. If you want to get $50 off every single month of your Jump Consulting membership, sign up for the annual discount. And that'll only be $122 a month. That's what it breaks down to. It's a one-time annual payment of $15.24. And you can go to jumpconsulting.net forward slash mastermind. In there, you can get the 90-day goals, the accountability partner, the hot seats where we bring in guests. We have monthly themes and topics, and everything's also organized that way as well. You get access to an HR representative, an accountability partner, and so much more. Again, go to jumpconsulting.net forward slash mastermind. All right, we're going to get into today's episode today where we are talking about four mistakes that pet sitters or dog walkers make with their CPA almost every year. And you guys, this is something that truly does happen. And it is something that I actually hear and see every single year. They are reoccurring problems. And I'm sorry that this is coming out in June of 2022. But hopefully if you got an extension till October, or you can just start planning now that the CPAs have kind of calmed down a little bit this year, because they're kind of coming out of busy season. But I really want you guys to think about this stuff because this is things that can really truly help you make decisions with your business. It can help reduce that anxiety when you're like laying awake at night wondering, how am I going to pay my bills? Or, oh my gosh, if these clients like cancel, then I can't make my mortgage payment or payroll or whatever it might be. Okay. So, I mean, let's not negate the fact that owning a pet business is a lot of work and there's so many things to keep track of, right? Like not only do you have to care for the animals and do schedules and things, but you also have to keep good books. You have to track what comes in and what goes out. But one of the biggest things that people negate is a CPA, a certified public accountant, okay? Or sometimes people, the bigger business you get, you just bring in a CFO, a chief financial officer. It sounds really big and crazy, but I mean, this could be someone that helps you out just a couple hours a month, really. And they're the people that kind of, a CFO will help you strategize. A CPA 
the best way to think about this is they only can build sandcastles that you give them the tools to build with, right? So if you only got a shovel and a pail, that's all they're building with. But if you give them one of those massive things that you can get like, you know, at Walmart or formerly Toys R Us, where you can get like, you know, a pail and a shovel and a castle and a frog and a all these different things, right? You got like 20 different tools. That is what a bookkeeper does in your business. And so a bookkeeper is someone that you're going to need monthly. You're going to need to know your profit and loss statement and you're going to need a balance sheet. You're going to have to understand what's coming in and what's going out. And it astonishes me how many people don't know because they're paralyzed in fear. So the thing is, is that your CPA can only be as good as what you give them. And then even at that, a lot of times you're going to kiss a lot of toads before you find your Prince Charming because it's not uncommon to go through a lot of CPAs. But like any kind of relationship, I think it is really important for you to state your expectations, okay? Make sure that you're actually on the same page. Your CPA is not going to understand the intricacies of your business if you're only talking to them when it comes like March or April every year, all right? So, When you get to talk to them, one of the things that you can talk to them about is planning estimated quarterly taxes. Now, quarterly payments are different than those who might be an S-corp and they might be actually making monthly payments. So that's something that you got to figure out with your CPA. But if you're one of those people that have gotten caught with your pants down at the beginning of the year, going, oh my God, I owe the IRS so much money. Well, it's probably because you haven't been planning the whole entire year. You haven't been looking at your P&L and saying, oh my gosh, we are tracking 45% up from last year and that's a good problem to have. But that means that if we're estimating our taxes based off of what we brought in last year, then we're 45% off here, okay? Roughly speaking, this is all guesstimates, okay? I understand there's a little bit more that goes into it, but for, for the sake of the argument here. So one of the biggest mistakes that I see a lot of businesses make is they don't plan their estimated quarterly or monthly taxes. All right. And so you don't want to be caught with your pants down. You got to talk with your CPA. I really recommend no less than quarterly discussions with them. They should be able to see your books They should be able to say, okay, yep, this is good. This is bad. This is when you can say, hey, I'm thinking about getting a new vehicle. Should I get it through the business? Or this is where you can say, hey, you know, price gas has gone up. What are my options? How can I help incentivize my staff? Should I pay for mileage? Should I do a mileage reimbursement? Should I pay $100 flat rate just for money for gas? Should it be temporary? Should I pay by the miles? Should I pay them by time? Or should I be paying them by time and mileage? Like, what is in your best way? There are so many ways to do this, you guys. And I just really want to encourage you, do not just listen to whatever you see in the forums because everybody's situation is different. Depending on the way that you choose to do it, it's going to show up differently on your taxes. This is an example of the types of conversations that you need to be having. Even simple things like, hey, were you working in the office today and you ordered Postmates for lunch? Did you know that that might be a tax write-off? Okay, but you can only know these things and plan for these things if you talk to your CPA. And so do not not plan estimated quarterly or monthly taxes and then also recalibrate it at least four times a year. 
All right. So those were actually both of number one and number two. That was, I just kind of like really put all of that together there. Hmm. Okay. So my first point is not planning estimated quarterly taxes. My second one is not paying monthly taxes. Okay. And my third one is not having quarterly meetings with your CPA. All right. And then I have a fourth one. And I know I just kind of threw a lot at you right there, but I want to just take a step back for a second. When you don't pay your monthly or quarterly taxes on time, did you know that you were actually paying penalties and interest on top of it? Yeah, you are. Because whether you realize you're supposed to be paying it on time or not, the government knows that you should. So even if you get caught, you know, oh my gosh, I owe the IRS $10,000. Well, part of that $10,000 is also the penalty and interest for not paying it when you should have. So like you get penalized for not having good books. So step one, have a really great bookkeeper. You also might want to look back on previous episodes with Mike McCallowitz. He's the author of Profit First. He's been on this podcast. He's also been in the mastermind two different times training our crew. And his Profit First really aligns with my 30, 30, 40 method that you might know about if you've purchased the pricing structure and strategy download. It's one of the most popular ones out there still. And it's the most popular because for 10 years, numbers don't change. Numbers don't change. You need to have enough money to pay yourself, pay the business and also pay your staff. So anyways, so number one is not paying estimated quarterly. Number two is not paying estimated monthly. Number three is not having quarterly meetings with your CPA. So make sure you do that. And what I would really suggest you do is when you establish yourself with your CPA, or let's say you have a CPA right now, but it's kind of wishy-washy, call them up right now and make four appointments for the next year. Okay. You should have your books. You should have your bookkeeping. I like to have a bookkeeper that's separate from your CPA because number one, it's less costly. Number two, it's a really good checks and balances. My bookkeeper has been with me for like five or six years. I love this woman. She's amazing. And we do like an annual dinner and I take her out for a steak dinner and we talk and chat and she thinks I'm like my, she, my life is very interesting, colorful. And, um, but we just bond over that, you know, but that's important because she understands what's important to me. Right. And she knows how to track things and tell me things. And so that makes it even better for me because as much as I talk about numbers, I hate numbers. I hate spreadsheets. I hate all of these accounting 101. I transpose numbers so much that I failed. I was going to be a business major like numbers in me, believe it or not. We don't like, if I have to do numbers, forget about it. I will transpose numbers all day long. I'm like dyslexic when it comes to it, but I understand profit margins. I understand the PL. I understand the money in my bank account or not in my bank account and yours too. And it's why I need all your financials when I start working with you for intensives, because that's kind of like, you know, a nurse coming in and being like, all right, let me get your blood pressure and your pulse and your temperature before the doctor comes in. Like we need your vitals that those are your vitals. And so back to my bookkeeper story, if, and when you have a bookkeeper, it's really great because CPAs will come and go. Hopefully your bookkeeper will stay. And what happens is the CPA might come in with like, you know, everybody has a different way of doing things. And so a CPA could come in and they could say, Bella, you should do X, Y, Z. And I say, oh, really? Let me ask my bookkeeper. Hey, bookkeeper, CPA is saying I should do X, Y, Z. Do you agree with that or not? And now she knows intricately who I am, what I want and how like my risk tolerance, right? 
And so she can be a really great sounding board. And that's another reason why I like having the CPA and the bookkeeper not in the same office. Let's put it that way. All right. So my very last tip for you, big, big, big deal, you guys. There comes a point when you need to be filing as an escort. And what that does is it saves you on double self-employment tax. So you actually save taxes. I'm going to say it's different for everyone. There's no golden number, okay? But this is a conversation you need to have with your CPA. And do not ever, unless you really implicitly trust them, do not ever just take their understanding and say, oh, well, you don't need to be an S-corp yet. Really? Can you show me what my tax liability would look like if I was filing as an S-corp versus filing just as an LLC, right? So you can be an LLC that files as an S-corp without completely changing to an S-corp. And I want you to have them tell you what the numbers look like. It's that simple. So when you're an S-corp, you have to pay yourself a reasonable salary, quote unquote. And when you do that, you're going to be saving on that double self-employment tax. That's where you save the most. And when you file as an S-corp, oftentimes it's an extra filing, you know, that they have to do. And it's, I don't know, I've seen $800 to $1,200 extra for that. So if you're going to save more than that in the estimated taxes, then it's worth doing it. So if I've confused you, I'm sorry, talk to your CPA. If I've excited you, congratulations, talk to your CPA. But do not stop. Do not try to do this yourself. Please don't try to do your taxes yourself. The tax code is like, I think I heard the other day, like three or four inches wide. Like there are so many ways for you to take advantage of the tax codes, you need someone reliable on your side to do this. So don't make these mistakes. Don't make the mistake of not planning quarterly estimated taxes. Do not make the mistake of not paying monthly taxes. And again, that's going to vary depending on where you're at. Do not make the mistake of not having quarterly meetings with your CPA. And I would include your bookkeeper and do not make the mistake of not asking about an escort. All right, guys, this is like the basic, basic stuff that you need to know. Do not be a ostrich with your head in the sand because all that's going to do is lead to anxiety and you staying awake at night, wondering and worrying. That's part of also what contributes to a lot of people who have like the fear of success. They're afraid of being so successful because they feel like they are going to have to pay more. It's this big conundrum that happens. You're a jumper. You're better than that. And you're not going to give in to that. I want you to be better, you guys. You're better because you're sitting here listening to me right now. And in true Bella fashion, I'm going to end this podcast because that's all I've got for you on this topic. But keep the discussion going inside the groups, inside the mastermind. It is June. So I really hope that you have carved out, you know, a little bit of like downtime for yourself, maybe, maybe a summer vacation or maybe in the fall. I don't care when it is, guys, but please don't work yourself to your grave. Please don't work yourself to the point that people aren't even inviting you to 4th of July parties because they think that you're just a workaholic and you always are busy and they don't want to ask you because they don't want to be rejected. I want to remind you why you got into this business. I'm pretty sure it wasn't to be a slave to it. So it's time to start setting healthy boundaries, start saying yes and no to the things that you need to say yes and no to. It's time to start making a commitment to yourself. 
If you want that to be alongside me and helping you, there's a lot of different ways. We've already talked about the mastermind. There's ways to get your marketing on autopilot through better marketing with Bella, which I would be happy to slide one or two of you into this right now as we are kicking off second semester. And oh my God, we're including Instagram reels too. I haven't even made that official yet. Like nobody knows this. You guys are the first ones to know this. It's going to be so cool. Yeah. I also do these intensives where you either fly here or I fly to you, or we could do six 45 minute zoom calls. You guys, this has been another episode of Bella in your business. I am here to help you, but I also want to remind you that when life gets you down, always keep jumping. Bye now. So what did you think? Did you love this episode? I sure hope you did because I put a lot of love into this for you. Uh, The best way you can show me that is by going to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcast and go ahead and leave a review. I just might read it on the next episode. I also want to remind you that when life gets you down, remember to always keep jumping. Thanks for listening.